Yeah. Gotta aim for the top like. Hello. Yeah. I can never doubt myself. I know better. All of you critics be acting like you know better. Blowing the smoke, but I know when the dust settles. So I'm in my element. It's evident that this level to the game. All of those dark nights, I got things. We're coming back to make it out. Got me feeling like rain. I ain't never need your help. I know you wishing me well. A penny for your thoughts, but singing no chain. Snap for the sun like Diddy. The riches got a mad ass son. I'm like Billy. I ain't never switch up. Whole team with me. Wouldn't know for my city like OAGZ. Step the pace as long as you finish. Consumers find a way inside your business. Babylon, they try to dabble in it. And they hate the fact that they may have to Colton Wong is a second baseman, not for the Milwaukee Brewers, but now for the Seattle Mariners. He was recently acquired in a trade that sent outfielder slash DH Jesse Winker and utility man Abraham Toro to the Brewers. We'll talk about Colton's potential with the Mariners in a bit, but let's take a look into how he got here. Colton was born in Hilo, Hawaii in October of 1990. His father, Kaha, played baseball at USC and then spent two years in the minor leagues with the Class A Reno Silver Sox. He would then decide to hang up his cleats to head home to Hilo and raise his family. He would become a baseball coach and make it his sole priority to teach Colton about the game and how to work out. Believe it or not, but in time, Colton Wong befriended MMA and UFC star BJ Penn. Yes, that BJ Penn? Turns out BJ was also from Hilo. The Pens ran a gym which allowed Kaha to train children how to swing a bat. Those gym sessions, along with chopping trees with his dad when he was 10 or 11 years old, strengthened Colton up and developed his swing. In Little League, Colton would go on to play in the Cal Ripken World Series in Maryland, after which he would go on to play football and baseball at Kamehameha High School. The Minnesota Twins would draft Wong in the 16th round after he graduated high school, although he would choose to go play baseball at the University of Hawaii. He was a standout over the three years that he played at Hawaii. He finished his college career with a 358 batting average, 47 doubles, 25 home runs, 145 RBIs, 563 slugging, and 449 on-base percentage to go along with 53 stolen bases over his three years. He would be drafted in the first round of the 2011 MLB Draft, 22nd overall to the St. Louis Cardinals. With the 22nd selection of the 2011 first year player draft, the St. Louis Cardinals select Colton Wong. Throughout the years, there have been so many people that have told you, okay, maybe you're too short, maybe you're too small. It's got to feel super good. Oh, it feels really good. I just want to look at the guy and just laugh, you know, just, it's, it's a lot of hard work that pays off and I'm just happy that, you know, Carter taking that chance with me and I'm going to do everything that I can to, you know, show them the right pick. After he was drafted in 2011, he was ranked the number four overall prospect in the Cardinals organization. He made his professional debut by tearing up A-ball. In 47 games, he batted 335 with 15 doubles, five home runs, and 25 RBIs, along with nine stolen bases. He would play in double-A the following year, and after batting 287 with 52 RBIs and 21 stolen bases, he was selected to the 2012 All-Star Futures game. Colton would spend the majority of 2013 in AAA, where he put together a 20-game hitting streak, he collected 30 hits and 70 at-bats, and he also had 10 multi-hit games during that streak. He'd participate in his second All-Star Futures game in July, before being called up to the big leagues on August 16th. His first exposure to the big leagues was memorable, but not for the right reasons. In his first 32 games, he was batting 153. He ended up making the postseason roster, and after playing in a few games in the NLDS and NLCS, 
In the second World Series game that he played in, he entered as a pinch runner in the bottom of the ninth inning. Check on the runner, they pick him off! Oh boy. This game is over! It turns out that this is the only time in history in which a World Series game ended on a pickoff play. Boston won this game and went on to win the World Series four games to two. To be put on the postseason roster, you know, on top of that, and then, you know, I made it to the World Series roster, and, you know, I'm in a World Series game at this age. It was intense. My mom, when she came for the World Series, um, you, could, you could tell things were good. Uh, you know, she just was barely able to hold food down. Uh, you know, we had to wheelchair her most of the places. You know, so it was just a lot of things going on, and, you know, me being young, I wanted to do something special, and, you know, I made a mistake. Check on the run on it, pick him off! Oh, boy. This game is over! Crazy. Guys, some guys never even get to a postseason, let alone a World Series, and I did all that in a matter of months, you know, and then to go from the highest of highs, like I got called up, and I went to a World Series game, and they get picked off in a World Series game. I was like, man, I didn't know what to say. I just kept apologizing because, like, I just felt like I let St. Louis down. I felt like I let my family. You know, that was nothing compared to what I had to deal with that offseason. You know, after that whole thing went down, I just wanted to go home to my family, collect my thoughts, be around my family, be around my mom as much as I could because we kind of knew that her time was almost up. And she told me, she's like, you know, I continue to play that game. She's like, don't worry about the pickoff. Just go out and have fun. And the next day, you know, we show up and, you know, we find out that, you know, she's about to pass away. You know, going through that and losing her at that time, it rocked me. I think everybody has those times in their lives where they go through what seems like hell. Uh, that was mine. So for me, the first two, three years in the big leagues was kind of a blur. I went through a lot in 13 that, you know, put my mental part of the game in a spiral and, and I felt like the world was gonna end. Um, how, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this funk? You know, is this okay that I'm feeling this way? If there's anybody out there that, you know, has similar situations, understand that things do get easier. Uh, they don't get better, they get easier. And then, uh, you know, eventually you find a purpose, you know, that makes you find that love again. And that's what I did. Colton began the 2014 season as the starting second baseman for the Cardinals. He struggled early and was demoted to AAA, called back up in May, and when he came back up, he showed that he could play. He batted 333 for the Cardinals in May and made no defensive errors, which led him to be named the National League Rookie of the Month. He would end up hitting his first career home run soon after, which was a grand slam off of the Royals ace, James Shields. The 0-1, and Wong hits a high fly ball out to deep right, Hayoki back, Colton would finish the regular season having started 100 games at second base, finishing with a 249 batting average with 12 home runs, 54 RBIs, 42 runs scored, and leading the Cardinals with 20 stolen bases. The Cardinals made the playoffs in 2014, and Colton had a shot to redeem himself. First up, Colton Wong. He's looking for his third hit in this uh, postseason for 2014.
obviously I love playing this game, but I know that I have a bigger purpose in life now, and it's to try and portray this message of, you know, faith and knowing that, you know, struggles are gonna happen in life. You know, you're gonna get punched in the mouth at some point, but understand that you can get back up, dust yourself off, and, and get back out there. Colton would go on to finish third in the NL Rookie of the Year voting, behind only Billy Hamilton and some no-name pitcher that just signed with the Rangers. He was named the Cardinal Organization's Rookie of the Year. Thank you guys for uh, all the support. I know I've kind of, you know, led you guys on a roller coaster so far in my career. Uh, I apologize. You know, I'm going to try and keep it going up and not so much down, but, uh, you know, it's been truly a blessing. In that same year, a familiar face was named the Minor League Pitcher of the Year for that same organization. Colton had a solid year in 2015, and before the 2016 season started, he signed a five-year extension with the Cardinals for $25.5 million. He averaged just 118 games from 2016 to 2018, but then in 2019 he finished 20th in the MVP voting and won his first gold glove at second base. You know, since 2012, when I first got drafted, I remember looking at the scouting reports and seeing, you know, yeah, this guy can hit, he's a gap-to-get power guy, you know, I had all this, but everyone was like, I don't think his glove is going to stick at second base. And as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, when, when that happened, I was like, all right. You know, I kind of laughed it off, and I was like, you know, let's see how good we can be. And um, to look back at then and, and see, you know, the, the journey that I took to get here, uh, you know, it's great. Oh, that's got to be the next goal, right, is to, to win two in a row. I'm excited to see any second baseman step on the field and think they're going to be better than me. <laughs> Started from now on. Well, there was no second baseman better than him in the National League in 2020 as well, as he won his second and back-to-back -back Gold Glove Award in 2020. He led all major league second basemen in defensive runs saved, defensive wins above replacement, double plays turned, and double plays started. In an interesting move, the Cardinals did not pick up his club option for 2021, and he signed a two-year deal with a club option with the Brewers. In interviews, Colton says that the Cardinals wanted him to be more of a contact hitter, and when he got to Milwaukee, he was able to make some changes with his swing and his approach at the plate, and you can tell the difference as looking at his savant page, his barrel rate, his exit velocities, his hard hit percentage, all improved by what looks to be about 20% or more. His bat was heating up, but in 2022 his glove cooled off a bit, as he tied for the 5th most errors in all of baseball, with 17 errors committed and a 963 fielding percentage. As I mentioned earlier, Colton was recently traded to the Seattle Mariners, and fortunately, they have a pretty good infield coach. His game is really seems to be trending upward year after year, uh, offensively, particularly against right-handed pitching. Uh, and he's just he's he's learning to elevate the ball. He makes a ton of contact defensively. I mean, I think he he owned it at the end of the season. He didn't have the kind of year, um, particularly with his hands, uh, that his own expectations. Uh, are for himself. Uh, he brought it up to me on the phone uh, that he's prepared to, to be much better defensively next year. He's always been an outstanding defender. We think the range is still plus. Uh, his arm is still well above average for the position. Uh, obviously, we have a very good infield coach in Perry Hill as well, uh, and we expect you know a plus defender at second base uh, with someone who can be a real contributor offensively at a position that we've just struggled to get production from over the last couple of years. Reading between the lines of what Justin Hollander and Jerry Depoto have said in their interviews, it sounds like Colton Wong and Dylan Moore will be in somewhat of a timeshare at second base next year. As Dylan Moore had great numbers against left-handed pitchers last year, Colton Wong seemed to struggle against lefties last year, although Colton's numbers against left-handed pitchers in his career are pretty even compared to righties. 
As a tenure veteran, Colton will be bringing more than just his on-field play to the clubhouse, as he has multiple years of playoff experience, which will fit in nicely with this Mariners team that just got their first playoff experience. Thank you for watching, and if you made it this far, I'd appreciate if you'd subscribe to the channel, and I'll post a link on the right side of the screen to the player profile series. All right, guys, goodbye zone, and don't forget it. Stop it.